put a glide in your stride, a dip in your hip, and come on to the mothership. If you already read the title of this podcast, you already know what's probably going on, and I'm just here to inform you that uh, I've been having a bit of a, a bit of an interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> to, to say the least, uh, yeah, it, it's been a lot of uh, Apple Music and reminiscing of old uh, old songs that I can get into in a little bit. But um, this is getting strange with Stevie Mo. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's get to, to the beaten taters of this episode. Uh, if you're listening, obviously you found us on Apple Music, Spotify, all that good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking podcast has got to do it, but. I, uh, I've been having a bit of an interesting day. Let me explain to you what happened. So, I was doing, uh, doing a favor for a buddy of mine, helping him out at his, uh, his place of business, and got out about, got out of there at about 2.30, and, um, a couple days before that, I had picked up some brand new CBD, which I thought was CBD at the time, uh, and just haven't had time. I'm like, like, when when they sold it to me, they're like, yeah, bro, this is legal in all 50 states, but, you know, be careful when you take it. I'm like, man, I was taking, I started taking tinctures of uh, of CBD, and I I really, really enjoy a lot of the benefits of it. You know, I got, like, CDB balm because I'm a fat piece of shit, so I hurt all the time, so that works out well. Uh, I've been taking the tinctures, and I found out some edibles worked really well. I took Martha Stewart's CBD. That shit was top-notch. Absolutely fantastic. Like, this is this shit's great. It's like high end. <laughs> you start buying some some other shit. For, and I'm not going to bury any other companies, but, you know, you get their gummies and they just taste fucking terrible. Or, you know, they got their tinctures that, like, <laughs> the labels look like they were printed on some lady's mom's cricket in her house and they just bottle them up. It's like, eh, this shit's, like, really high end. Well, Martha Stewart was, and I took Koi uh, CBD, and that, that shit was, like, professionally packaged, all that good shit. So I'm like, okay, you know, it it is what it is. I'm I'm trying to find the right one that's gonna um gonna help me maximize me as a person, if, if that makes any sense. So you know, a lot of you guys out there understand exactly what I'm going through. Some guys do the only do like a topical where your muscles hurt, you rub that shit on. Uh, like the shit I got right now, this uh recovery CDB moment. Who the fuck makes this? There's like a million and a half companies. Uh, Muscle MX. They're Salt Lake City. So that shit works really, really well. And I've been taking some CBD with melatonin. Just, you know, just looking for overall wellness. And if you guys know me from, you know, a couple years back, dude, I used to be 280 pounds. And I'm trying to cut weight, working out. If you guys have listened to this, I'm really just trying to better myself. So... I get hip to somebody goes, hey, go try this uh, store. They've got CBD, but they've also got this shit called Delta 8. What the fuck is that? Let me explain this to you. <laughs> Apparently, Delta 8, they have uh, figured out recently, and it is legal in all 50 states, uh, works just like THC, boys <laughs> and gals. I'm not going to lie to you. This shit, is, uh, this shit is something else. It is now legal in all 50 states because it's not technically THC where they're allowing... Hemp, CBD, all that good shit. You know, I'm just giving you guys background so you know what mindset I went into. Okay, <laughs> this might be useless information, but it'll help us later. I know I sound like a teacher. Oh, teacher, why don't you just teach us the shit that's on the finals that we can pass? I'm fucking trying because <laughs> you need to know all this. 
so, you know, after I get off work the other night, I tried to, uh, or last night, I tried to get a bunch of shit done. I'm like, well, I'm going to go help him tonight. And just thinking, man, let me get a bunch of shit done. You know, clean my house, do my laundry, because my apartment, the, at my apartment complex, the fucking washer and dryer uh, don't ever fucking work. So I got to go drive 15, 20 fucking minutes away to go to a washing machine that I can, like a laundromat that my phone actually works in. Because the one right in town, you're sitting in there, you get no cell signal. Even if you go out to your truck, it's just the the location of it, it's nothing. So you're just going to sit there and watch your fucking clothes get folded. Or whatever they have, like it's either like Judge Joe Brown or Judge Judy on TV. That's all you get. (laughs) That's all you get. So... I decided I was going to be the smart one, and I was going to go to a laundromat, a next town over, that is right next to a bar. Figured, fuck it. While my clothes are getting washed, I'm just going to get hammered. All right, doesn't that sound like a fucking awesome thing to do? <laughs> if if that's the only thing you have to do for the day, right? Well, that's when things started getting fuzzy. I took these CBDs. And, man, I'll give you the name. I don't want to, like, <laughs> bury this company. But the flavor is Blue Raz. Uh, that might be full scent. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that, that might be the name of it. But I take one, and when you start reading the package, a lot of the CBD I've been getting, it's basically, like, take until, you know, until you feel right. Uh, figure out your own dose, you know. It's kind of They're kind of leaving it up to you. It's like, that, yeah, you're an adult. Go ahead and figure this out. Okay, so I was like, um, how many edibles of the uh, the other shit do I got to take? Or the tinctures? Like, how many droplets do I got to take? This one gives you clear instructions of how many to take. So that, <laughs> that should have been uh, a number one where I was like, why did I pay 30 bucks for servings per container is seven and a half? I'm like, that's a week's worth of just CBD. I'm like, well, seems a little pricey. And then they're they're getting up there, you know, they're looking at the health benefits, but obviously if it's the same ingredient and companies can make it cheaper and better, you know. So I was a little curious. When I did buy this, I was kind of on the fence. I was looking at some other stuff. They were kind of recommending this, and the one guy was like, yeah, you know, usually when I take about two or three, you know, I I start to feel something. Like, I smoke a lot. I'm like, oh, what do you mean you feel something off CBD? Like, this is... All the other stuff I've taken, you know, you're just your your mood is enhanced. Okay, no big deal. So I get in, like I said, I had to wait a couple of days. Well, the reason why I bought it, there was this guy that came in and he had a high vis shirt on, and I'm sitting there shooting the breeze with him. He's like, "Yeah, man, I've finished concrete for about fifty years," and I'm so fucking stupid. I was like, "Wait, concrete's been around for fifty years? Ah, never mind." <laughs> so I was just. It was one of those little stupid things. I'm like, how have you been doing that that long? I go, oh, wait a minute. This guy might be telling the truth. And he's like, I swear by that, man. He's like, I only take him at night. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I know what a concrete finisher does. Like, you have to hurt all the fucking time. Why you only take him at night? So being the bright guy that I am, you know, after I'd worked all night, probably got home about 3, 4.30 in the morning, completely sober. You know, just wore out almost, almost a 20-hour day. I gotta get some sleep, so I woke up wake up at the crack of eleven thirty. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm go shower and do some shit. Let me take some of these and see what the buzz is all about. Cause I heard they had Delta in them in them, and I was like, I heard Delta 8 makes you feel like you're on 
the real thing. You know, all the like the the old Molly Hatchet fans. Like if you if you meet a guy who's like fifty and he's still a fan of Molly Hatchet or like sixty, that dude still smokes dope. <laughs> and he, he he might be buying dope from his kids. All right, they're like this. <laughs> this was the first thing that went to my head, but um, yeah, when I uh, I just I was like, I hey, you know, let, let me get a couple things done, and I never got around to them, so I finally took one, and they were pretty high end. I, like I I pull them out, and they're nice and square, you know, and they weren't the peach rings or the like the the deformed gummy bears where it looks like <laughs> it looks like on the truck over here or probably the the dude's van. That doesn't have AC that actually made these fucking things. They melted in. Like these are high end. Like they were full. They were squares. I could have put my uh, my straight edge up to it, and it probably would have been perfect ninety. Like this is high end quality shit we're talking here, Doug. <laughs> Great, good doing business with you. Anyway, I take one of these and I'm getting ready to go and do laundry. And again, that laundry mat that I figured out that was only about ten minutes away. I mean, it was like fifteen minutes. I drive there and I get there and, you know, I'm not really feeling anything. It's maybe about half hours gone by and I hop out of the truck and I like kind of look around and I'm like, man, I know I forgot sunglasses, but like everything's kind of fucking vibrant and nice looking. It's a beautiful fucking day. Which I was in a piss, <laughs> I was in a piss poor mood before that. So I'm like, why is today so beautiful? I don't fucking understand this. I go up to the door and the door is fucking locked. I'm like, yeah, great. So I start looking up other laundromats around the area because I don't want to go back to the one that I always have to go to. Well, nothing's really close, and I'm like, I just I need to get this done and over with. Otherwise, my anxiety is going to go through the fucking roof. <laughs> About on my drive over there, I start kind of feeling like, man, 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 this stuff's kind of starting to hit. I'm like, I'm starting to like really like I'm driving with no music on, loving life. I'm literally driving back roads, absolutely no music. Life is amazing, so <laughs> I start getting a little bit like, man, maybe these guys weren't lying. Maybe this is some really good CBD. It wasn't until I got to the laundromat, and I get there, and uh, well, actually, actually, I stopped at Casey's first because um, I was like, well, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to grab a couple beers, a couple slices of pizza, and I'm just going to relax. Like, I got to take about an hour and a half out of my day, and I can't really do anything. Fuck it. Have a couple drinks, relax, figure out what you're going to do the rest of the day. I remember sitting in line for like 15 minutes, and this is where my anxiety just started going fucking bananas. The dude in front of me is just like this young kid, and he's trying to talk to the lady, which she's a lady I see all the time at this Casey's. I see her all the fucking time at this Casey's. He's sitting there trying to talk to her, and his he's mumbling, and he's got a fucking mask on, because don't forget, it's COVID time. And he's just like, I'm by mile. And I can hear him from the back. I'm like, what the fuck is this dude saying? She keeps asking. And she has to go back. So we, she finally figures out he wants a black and mild. And she tries to ask him what her plastic tip. And that lasted another fucking 15, 20 seconds of him trying to send up. Sorry, plastic or wood? What do, you, what do you want? And he's just fucking mumbling. And she asks him his date of birth. And then this was... <laughs> This is for me. I'm holding two hot slices of pizza and two very cold, tall Coors Lights. I had to set them down on the trash can. I'm like, this is not going to fucking go anywhere anytime soon. That was one of the most 
painful transactions I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I don't care what your politics are. Whenever they say gas station attendants need minimum wage, I say fucking double it. <laughs> this was this was the most painful thing I ever had to see. And I'm like, God damn, you get paid that little amount to deal with this type of stupid shit. But uh, I get my shit and I get to the laundromat. And as soon as I pull in, I sit there for a second. I hop out of my truck and I stand up. I'm like, man, something is off. Like, something just ain't fucking feeling right. I don't know what the fuck it is. I hop out and I go to try to put my uh, my clothes in, and there before I can get there, there's a Jeep Liberty with all the windows smashed out and duct tape and fucking plastic lining for the back windows, like both back windows. Uh, that's the type of area I live in, brother. It's the, <laughs> the way shit goes. And before I can get in, this big ass Ram truck pulls in, and this dude pulls in. Like, right up to the front door sideways. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, dude, he he, he literally looked like like a clan apprentice. <laughs> it's like, he hasn't, he hasn't got that full journeyman clan money. But, yeah, this dude hops out with him, his wife, and the pure white baby that they were carrying around. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's got his arm in a cast like he's Cowboy Bob Orton. And I'm like, eh, all right, yeah, go ahead and hop in there. And I'm like, I, this is going to be an interesting mix of what we're going to see in here. And I get in the laundromat, and I bring my beers in, and I'm sitting there waiting on the coin machine. And this guy is putting $1 bill after $1 bill after $1 bill in. And there's a fucking line. And I'm like, at the fucking laundromat. Now, if you understand... Some of these machines take $8.50 in quarters, $6.50 in quarters for like the two load, one load. Do you know how fucking long it takes to put $6.50 worth of fucking coins into a fucking washing machine after you load it? It's a fucking long time. And I'm looking at this like, hey, bro, this is not fucking real life. This is, and my heart just starts like pounding. I start really feeling something. I go, hmm. I feel like I ate an edible. Like, I feel like I actually ate a whole fucking edible right now, and I'm very scared because I don't know what this is going to do. <laughs> it was one of the worst experiences of my life, so I had to put $10 of the quarters in, then another $5 so I can get some detergent. And as I'm waiting for my coins to come out, like, I, there's the detergent machine's right there, and I put four quarters in. I'm like, all right, it's a dollar. And I keep looking at it. I keep trying to shove it in. I don't realize I have to put a dollar twenty-five in. Like to me, that was the weirdest amount of money that you had to put in. And I was freaking out about it. like, man, I don't have any more quarters left. And this is how I knew I was in deep, deep trouble. I put the fucking other twenty that I had in the fucking machine because I'm like, I need one more quarter to get this shit. Twenty. Oh yeah, up to now like twenty six fifty in fucking quarters is now in between both these things. I'm trying to pocket them. When I realize it's getting too tall, I go, "Oh shit, I have to empty my pockets so I can fit all of this money in there all at once for some stupid fucking reason." 
when I reached in my pocket, I realized there was like, I must have been thinking ahead. I had at least like $2 worth of quarters in my pocket already. So uh, I just burned a 20. Now I got $20 worth of fucking quarters for no fucking reason. And uh, it was at that point that I just uh, simply accepted fate. Like, dude, this is it. <laughs> this is what's happening the rest of the day. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild ride. And then I... Uh, Actually, as soon as I put the clothes in the dryer, I live like two blocks from there. I just I walked home, did laundry or not did laundry, did did the dishes, cleaned the bathroom. You know, so I had like an hour, caught up with some shit, had some paperwork stuff to do. I'm like, I'm just getting this done. I'm like, dude, just get it done. I'm in the fucking zone right now and get it done. Walk back, I'll get my laundry, and I come back and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And it. It wasn't until maybe like three hours after that that I finally just started feeling like yeah, a little normal, which uh, three hours after that is right now. So <laughs> that's that's why I'm doing this podcast. But it was a uh, dude. It's fucking something, man. I, I can't explain it. I'm not saying my immune system is weak or like I can't handle shit. Be honest with you guys, I have taken edibles before in my life, and I've been taking CBD, and I will tell you. One of these fucked me up, and it's legal in all 50 states. It's like Delta 8. <clears throat> you know, I, I think it's some new compound that they, reali- they, they, they realized, they discovered. It's Man, it was, it's a, such a fucked up thing. Uh, the way that they're studying the cannabis plant is, is very interesting to me. Um, it's very helpful. Like, I, I wasn't, I don't feel like I was ever in danger by any means, but I can tell you this. Um, I haven't been in a pissed off mood since then. <laughs> I've had a lot of, I've gotten a lot of bad news in between that. Like I had like a, a, a lot of shit that I didn't want to hear in between that, but I still feel great. Cause I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> it's not affecting me right now. Fuck it. So man, I don't know if you guys have any experiences of that. Let me know. Was it a placebo? I don't <laughs> If it was a placebo, then Holy fuck, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it was. <laughs> I just want to fill you guys in on that, but uh, I did have other shit I want to get to. Bear with me here, because, you know, shit happens. Uh, something I did see, uh, golf right now is, obviously the Masters happened last week, and big shout out to Hideki, um, I don't want to butcher his last name. Like, I've heard everybody say it, and I try to say it, and it doesn't sound right. So doing him a favor and not going to butcher his name. But I remember seeing after after he won, he was walking through the airport just holding his green jacket. Like, man, it's going to be a, it's gonna be awfully interesting. If he, Me and T-Bone didn't cover this last episode, but every winner of the, um, of the Masters, you know, the next year, um, everybody's invited to, or all the winners are invited to this dinner. So, you know, like a Phil Mickelson, um, guys like that, <laughs> Patrick Reed, <laughs> they're all going to be invited, but the, uh, the previous winner gets to pick the dinner and, uh, you know, everybody kind of made the joke, oh, it's going to be sushi, but, um, you know, come to think about it, it's a lot of these guys pick a lot of, uh, a lot of dinners that you know, kind of represent them and things like that. And for me, it's very exciting to see something that is so 
classic, like the Masters. You know, obviously you can't take cell phones in there. And like me and T-Bone talked about, you know, why the caddies dress the way they do. Um, something that's so classic to have now a a, a, a new, not a new twist, but new to it twist on the uh, on the dinner. If he could have some Japanese infused meals, I think that's I, I think that's incredibly cool. Um, because obviously Japanese culture stretches back way further than, than the masters. And, you know, I think this is a, I think this is a really good time for, you know, what a lot of people consider just an old white guy sport to, uh, to now start. And it already has been, it has for years to, to, to reach other cultures and bring them in and accept them. And I think the PGA tours has done like really, a really great job with that. Um, you see it a lot on the, uh, a lot on the LPGA tour, a lot of, um, a lot of maybe uh, would you consider just a Eastern Asian um, athletes have just been been killing it, and everybody around the world is playing great golf. Now I'm not saying you know they never were. I mean having a having a cat like Tiger Woods, you know, an American, just absolutely. <laughs> There's not too many talents like that in the world, but uh, you know, there's great golfers around the world, and I think. Um, I think the more it's exposed to to the masses, you know, more more cultures, more uh, more eyeballs on it. I think it's a good thing because you never know, dude. There, the Indian Tiger Woods could be out there. Um, you know, the uh, the 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 next uh, Middle Eastern Tiger Woods could be out there. Uh, as long as as long uh, as long as more cultures are able to have superstars and have a reason to watch. That's absolutely amazing. I, I think my personal opinion, I don't, I don't know about you other racist motherfuckers, <laughs> all you classic golf guys. No golf. You gotta be white and fine. I'm fucking with you, <laughs> but I did see, uh, I did see something very, very cool on the tour. It was, uh, uh, Siwoo Kim, had a uh, had a putt from a long fucking way away, and the putt rolls over, and it stops at the fucking cup, and it's like hanging over. And you see this ball, and they said it was moving, and they waited, and fucking waited, and waited, and both and both competitors, because you know when they're when they're golfing duos, are both right there. The ball finally falls falls in for birdie. And they go to go talk to the judge and, um, you know, once that ball stops, unless the ball's moving, you got about 10 seconds. This was way longer than 10 seconds. I mean, this probably was 30, 45 seconds. I, I, I just saw a clip of it, you know, before I started this. Um, kind of looked into it a little bit. That's, uh, that's all the time you get. And... They're talking to it, and uh, Matt Kuchar, um, who was golfing next to him, is talking to the uh, the, the official there, and he's saying he's like, you know, he's going up to bat for Siwoo Kim. He's like, no, that's a that's a like he's 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 playing against them. I mean, they they're, they're competitors. So if Matt can beat him, he's gonna make more money. Like, why wouldn't Matt be on the judges side? Like, at a stroke. I mean, I'm not saying they're. They're neck and neck, like they're they're playing, but like they're they're still competitors in the same field. Like whether their scores are, 
matching right now, you know, whether they're whole for whole, that, that, that not, that's not how it was, but they're both competitors. It doesn't, I, nobody knows what they're going to do tomorrow. I mean, this is cut day, but he's out there going, going to bat for Siwoo Kim. Cause it, he understands how hard this game for golf is. And they go, the ball was still moving. And he's like, you know, the official essentially said, well, yeah, but this is a different situation. And, and you know, see what Kim's trying to, trying to, uh, I hope I'm saying his name right, is trying to plead his case. But Matt Kuchar, his competitor, the guy who he's he wants to beat him, Matt wants to beat Siwoo, is like, when I got up there, I saw the ball was still moving. That's why I didn't allow the tap in. I didn't care. The 10 seconds had expired, but the ball is still moving. So this is a different situation. And then Matt's fighting it. <laughs> He's fighting to give him a stroke. He's saying, well, the ball's moving. He can't hit it. The ball is moving. So it was a it was a dumb fucking rule. But, uh, man, it, it, kudos. Kudos to Matt Kuchar for just, like, you represent what the game of golf is all about. You want to beat the better man. You don't want to win on technicalities. You want to beat the better man. Man, and if that means that ball was still moving and the ball went in by itself, nobody helped him. That was on Siwoo Kim. That is, he made birdie. Plain and simple. That's what Matt, That's how Matt saw it and was fighting for it. Instead, he got par, and neither neither more happy, but they're both competing against each other. So, that man, that was... Uh, I think it was a really nice thing. I think uh, I think a lot more of that's going to continue to happen as the years go by. I hope so. And I th- I I saw that and I was like, dude, th- thank you. You guys represent everything it is. Um, you represent everything that golf really is and really should be. So anyway, that was a uh, that was my low take on it. Um, that was uh, the most exciting part about my day. Now last night. Two nights ago. I know you guys get mad if I don't bring this up. The uh, the UFOs. <laughs> that I love getting so many messages like, bro, did you see the government said the fucking UFO? Blah, blah, they confirmed. Like, dude, they did this last year. I think they might have done it two years ago. Like, this shit didn't surprise me. All I saw was uh, I got a link sent to me from a lady friend. <laughs> wink, wink. And uh, I saw the guy that was talking about it, who he got the information from. And I go, oh, I've already seen this dude on... Joe Rogan's podcast. Like I don't fucking need to know anymore. Not not a knock on him. I just I saw it and I go, oh okay. Well, I mean, this dude has been on it for years. Um, fuck, what, what the fuck is his name? Because he got on there with the uh, with the dude who had uh, who worked on the alien spaceships. What the fuck, that's it's the same guy. I can't think of his name. But as soon as I saw that, I'm like, all right, whatever. You know. <laughs> And I'll leave this on CNN's business website is where you can find this. Is Pentagon confirms UFO video is real, taken by Navy pilot. And <laughs> one of the funniest fucking things about this <laughs> is the fucking, were like right before you start a YouTube video, there's a fucking triangle that's like eh, essentially pointing to stage right. If you guys are actors or been on stage before, you know what stage right is. And the UFO pyramid is going left. And they look like they're 60-90 as triangles, which, holy fuck, did Steve just figure out sexual geometry? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do triangles even fuck, you know? 
You should have like a triangle. Like you got just like two protrude. <laughs> you got like ass cheeks. Come on, you got like a little head and big ass cheeks. <laughs> or a big belly. <laughs> big belly and a big ass. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Keeping it together. I'm keeping it together. This uh th- this this video doesn't doesn't do anything for me. The government confirmed it. They're like, yeah, we confirm it. Like, yeah, no shit. You fucking have to. You fucking have to, because it's your video. And they're like, we use it as training for the Navy pilots. Like, yeah, you use it as training, as, like, fucking material that you hand out. They're like, this is what we got to tell the general public. We got to cover it up because this really ain't what's going on. Like, hey, get the fuck out of here with this shit. I don't, I, I don't, the fact that motherfuckers are going nuts that they accepted this as, like, evidence. Really, that's the only evidence you fucking think the government has on UFOs. Well, they at least admitted it. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> they have they ever taken fault for Operation Northwoods? Have they ever admitted to that? Huh? No. They ever taken fault for Ruby Ridge? Hmm? Yeah, fuck. So as this gets aired, this motherfucker's getting pulled down. <laughs> just look into those two things and ask yourself, has the government ever admitted to either of those two things? And the answer is gonna be no. But uh <laughs> Yeah, that's a that dude, that's my take on this. Alien, but I, I I wish I could go into it more and be more excited about it, but I'm I'm fucking not. I'm not a UFO expert in any, by any means, but I am a sniffing out government bullshit <laughs> uh, expert. I will claim that because you you're not gonna get shit past me. I've already read too much, bro. You know how many fucking YouTube videos I watched? <laughs> Hold on, I tried to do, <laughs> I try I try to do the guy voice. Hold on. Not like any particular guy, but like every guy that does YouTube videos here is fucking jewel fell over. Hold on. I didn't just get shot. <laughs> Bro, do you know how many YouTube videos I've seen? And the <laughs> I gotta I dude, I'm I'm gonna bury myself here too. Did you ever notice that Guys that get that get intel from their sources, and they did the finger quote, UFO guys, their sources, and fat fucks that have YouTube channels that talk about that are into pro wrestling and talk about their sources within WWE or AEW or exactly. Dude, they're the same fucking guy, just like one's like fatter than the other. <laughs> or the UFO guys wear stupider fucking hats. I'm not saying that fat UFO wrestling fans don't wear stupid hats. Like, God damn it, I hate. Man, I'm I'm sorry. I hate burying myself, but I'm just fucking saying, dude. <laughs> They're the same fucking guy. Like my sources said that uh, that UFO footage is verified real. The guys are like my sources said that Edge's neck isn't fully fused. Therefore, that's why he's only working four matches. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't care about your sources. Like, if you have sources and you're putting information out, like, have you never seen fucking any mob movie? Whenever they find out there's a fucking rat, they get clipped. Really? They didn't put any fucking cyanide on top of all your fucking bagel bites that your fat fucking girlfriend made for you, bitch? (laughs) She'd have to die, too. (laughs) Remember the government's just like, we don't give a fuck. Maybe the government is giving like these guys information. They're like, you gotta fucking believe me. It's like Jesus Christ, I can't believe. How how do I believe a guy that is telling me that the government <laughs> the government has midget aliens that can produce <laughs> that can produce electricity just by thinking, 
but yet you got like a fucking mustard stain on your fucking shirt. <laughs> like, I, come on now. You, you, you got to think this out, bro. You got to fucking believe me. <laughs> uh, but anywho, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. That's the fucking podcast for this week. I've got a couple of couple fun things coming up. Some stuff I'm working on. I keep telling you guys that, but they're coming. Probably look September, I guess. What is this? April, May, depends on when you listen. Look September. <laughs> that way you're going to actually start doing something. Like, man, I promise these motherfuckers I'd do something. Anyway, uh, appreciate you guys listening. You can email me, message me, just tell me I'm fucking stupid. I don't care. But, uh, yeah. Do your research. Let me know if you think I'm wrong about anything, because I probably am. All right, guys. Thanks so much. The Wu-Tang slang is mad fucking dangerous. Later. <laughs>